And now, a Blaze Media podcast. Hello, and welcome to Chewing the Fat. How in the world are you? It's good to see you. You look great today. Better than ever. I mean that. Better than ever. Sure, you put on a couple of pounds, but who among us hasn't? Uh, It's starting to turn into a little frightening experience, actually. Maybe time to, I don't know, leave the house. Be careful when you do. Wear a mask. Move around a little. But it might be time to actually leave the house and, I don't know, move a little. Don't, whatever you do, don't get angry when you get your pepperoni pizza and there's only one pepperoni on it, though. Because apparently... There are pepperoni shortages going on around the around the country. I know. <laughs> I know. And I know what you're saying. Wait, why don't they just put a bunch of pepperonis on there and raise the price? No, 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 no. Pepperoni pizza is a right in America. So I guess there's a, you know there's a shortage of pepperonis. Uh, the, the pork plants are down thanks to the pandemic. And so the pizza shops are either getting charged more for the same order or they're not getting as much pepperoni as what they order. So your prices are going to go up and the amount of pepperonis on your pizza are going to be going down. Wait for it. You're going to get the pepperoni pizza with, well, it's the same price with only three pepperonis on it. So, huh, yes. Welcome to the new America. So one of my favorite stories. Can wow. I can I interrupt you before oh, you continue? Geez. Can I apparently you can. Apparently you can. That is true, I can. Have you really gained weight? Oh my god. No, 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 seriously, seriously. Eight hundred and twenty three pounds. You know, sometimes I really today, hate today eight hundred and twenty four. I really but. hate having conversation with you sometimes. So I'm being serious. Have you gained weight during the pandemic or are you not keeping track? I'm not sure you understood when I said, Oh my gosh, <laughs> this because I haven't. I went to the doctor last week or whenever I posted that picture and I haven't stepped on a scale since then, and it tipped evenly, right where I was. Tipped evenly. So did mine. Mine tipped evenly. It was just where I was last time. So (laughs) for me, a pandemic doesn't do anything for me. My scale stopped working during the pandemic. Something to do with COVID-19. Didn't you and uh, uh, and Amber just got like a brand new scale? I not that I recall. I think would you even talked about it? <laughs> not that I recall. Okay. Well, <laughs> I haven't gained weight. I'm maintained. We actually, you know, we did get a new scale because they needed to, uh, you know, weigh the father-in-law when the home health nurses came, and there was the scale that we had broke, so we got a new one. But every time you go in the hospital now, apparently the new insurance plan is everybody gets a scale. Right, you go home with a scale. I've got eighty-five scales in the garage right now, <laughs> all from the hospital. So, are we I saying they work? that we are starting a scale business, a yes, door-to-door? Selling, you know, yes. screw those knives and vacuums and va- and those things that you put in the garage. Those vac, yes. those big vac. Anyways, we're going to start selling. That's not a bad idea. Not a bad idea. Think about it. Everybody's I at home. Right. Nobody's going anywhere. Do you want to see how much weight you've gained this pandemic? By the official CTF weight scale. Or loss. I mean, you could have lost weight over. I mean, you could have. No been, one is losing weight. You could have sure. eaten correctly. Nobody you could have cut your diet. Nobody down. You could have gone for walks. That is true, though. That is true. There has been a influx of. I've seen neighbors I've never seen before in the last four months. And like, oh, she's pregnant. And next thing you know, oh, she's not pregnant anymore. Oh, no. So she must have the kid. She Now she's pushing a cart. I just saw her. She was pregnant <laughs> at the beginning of the pandemic, which is why I said it. I just saw her pass by. The belly's still there, but she's pushing that little car. Yeah. Trying to you know work off the, work off the post-baby weight. 
And that's why, you know, that's one of the stories I was leading into is that, speaking of being pregnant, um, there's a, it was a big story this weekend on Instagram. I mean, who doesn't follow Instagram all weekend long? Uh, the the twins. Don't. What twins? Okay, so get this. Apparently, now I remember, kind of remember the story about the identical twins that married the identical twins. They met like two or three years ago at the Twins Day Festival in Twinsburg, Ohio. And then, you know, the next year they, they all got married. So the twin girls meet the twin brothers and they get married. Okay. So now you have Josh and Jeremy married to the two and they're you know they're not bad they're not bad the wives uh so they're ugly Brittany. hold on i'm I sorry got, so they're ugly no yes if you you I just didn't want to say they were hot so they're not oh my gosh okay hold on give me the names again josh and who josh and was it josh and jeremy are the boys josh and jeremy twins Marriage. Josh and Jeremy and the the wives are Brianna and Brittany. Oh dude, they're hot. That's why they're not bad. That's what I said. What I was thinking like Tubby One and Tubby Two married Tubby Three and Tubby Four. No, for for guys they look pretty good. Dude, they look great. Oh, you're talking about the girls. They both look great. <laughs> so now they're both pregnant. Right? Okay. Now they have the coronavirus babies. COVID nineteen babies, preggers. Are they gonna? I, I'm. I, you know, they're excited. They're excited about the. Now they're. They both got married at the same time. They've dated at the same time. Now they're both pregnant at the same time. I'm guessing that they're gonna be induced so they can both have their kids at the same time, right? Whichever they gotta have them at the same time. Man. Now imagine if they have twins. Oh man, that right. family just quadrupled. Well, no, actually. Doubled, quadruple. No, they, no, they doubled. There's no the twins there's had no, twins. That would be four more. People. I'm highly so upset about four this. Four had four. There, there's no baby bump picture. Yeah, there is. That, that it's the they posted it on Instagram with the uh, baby watch. Yeah, but you can't see the bump. Yeah. I want to see a kinda, bump. Kinda I'm all can. about the bump. We all know that I'm all about the bump. <laughs> and if I don't see a bump, like I play. Like I, I, my wife's now starting to show a bump, and I'm like, okay, now that's a. All right. But there, I don't see a bump. They yeah, need to the, By the way. Their Instagram post. I am at their. I'm. I'm literally at their Instagram page. Do I need to share my screen so you can see where I'm at too? I'm looking at the Instagram photo okay. now as we speak. As everybody is watching. You're watching home. live on the seventeenth. I'm gonna of share. August, I'm gonna share my screen with yeah, everybody. Yeah, that's the one. You can okay. see the baby. You can see this the baby one mom. right here is getting chubbier, and I don't think that's pregnancy chubby. Think about it. Look, look, look what I'm pointing at right here. I don't I think this is pregnancy chubby. The hubby looks like he's getting the pregnancy weight too. Hubby, okay, we have to digest this. This is an entire YouTube video here. And by the way, for all those new listeners, we don't we support women here all the time, which is why I want to point this out. Look at the couple to your right, and look at the couple yeah. to the left. Yeah, the left is maintaining their weight. Yeah, they are. The right, ooh, eating a little bit more. Look at his legs. Those yeah, are some. The, I know they're at the table first. Yes, those are some thunder thighs that I don't know which one is him, Jeremy or Josh. <laughs> But you're. She doesn't know either. Doesn't. Oh, they don't. They don't know. No, okay. just okay. You two are the heaviest. You stand over here. <laughs> but they look great. They're, and I do see a little bit of a bump, but it's not a bump. So I mean, if and you're right, I mean, if they have, if they have twins, now that's a story. Yes, that um, is so a we, great story. Not, the story isn't isn't good enough that the twins met the twins. No, got married. No, got married. No, and are now having now pregnant at the same time. The story is something if the twins marry the twins and have they both twins. have twins. Which, by the way, Jeffy, who among us hasn't married their twin? Like, hasn't gone out there well, and I married didn't a marry twin? My twin. No, hasn't gone twin. out there and married a twin. Like, who among us hasn't done? That's like old news. The news is the twins married a twin and they birthed twins, or. What about they 
birth triplets. Because I think the person Ooh. on the right is heading to a triplets. Now, and then another inside story would be, uh, what if one of the twin females has twins and the other one only has a, a, a single nothing baby? Dude, Ooh. that's going to be... Because you know that one will get the deal of a lifetime. Um, lifetime will make a movie uh, about them. TLC will give them a TV show. Um, Inside of the show will should do a already be happening. Why isn't the show already happening? It should be just twins already happening. I don't know. Maybe a network can jump in and give them a budget and say, "Let's follow you." Who? Yeah. Who among us will not? Right Fisher, we watched. I'm gonna include you in this guy. I bet you watched it too. That Octomom. We all watched Octomom. Oh yeah. And the whole thing. I about still click. I still click on the clickbait picture. Oh yeah. You will not believe what Octomom looks story. like today. Octomom. She's pregnant with another Octo. <laughs> Here's what Octomom looks like now. Yes. We all click on this. <laughs> this. And they look great. Like the dudes look like they belong at The Bachelor. Yeah. They, the well, guys. They can't. They can't now. No, no, no. But if you look at those pictures, th that is the typical Bachelor ABC producer go to those two guys and i feel like the picture of them together pre prego announcement they're reversed okay and let so me if click you, on if this. you look at the picture okay. where they're together no not that one the one down at the bottom right hand corner here yeah that one okay i feel like they're reversed from the baby watch picture but see here they both like the girls look twins but I'm saying the one on the left yeah. looks a little bit more chunkier. True. That Let's is see, true. The yes. baby watch yes. picture, the yes. chunky one is on the right. Yes. Yes. We're breaking this down way too much. <laughs> but I tell you this, <laughs> this one much. is taking pregnancy way too freely. Honey, just so, because they say you could eat everything doesn't mean you get to eat everything. <laughs> yes, it does. You can't argue with that with the pregnant woman. You can't. There's no there. That is not an argument you can have. So, whatever the whatever the female wants when she's pregnant, the female gets. I, that pretty I, much holds true. You know, during, after, beginning, any pregnancy, any female, really, that holds true. But especially when they're pregnant, you you can't turn them down. And one thing here too is it says our children will not only be cousins but full genetic siblings and quaternary multiples. What Quaternaries, yeah. What is that? The fours, you know, the four. I, well, I know that means four. I'm not a freaking idiot. Well, I know it sounded four, like it. I know, I, but like, and <laughs> are we done? I'll look it up. I'll look it up. Hold on, killing me with the quarter. Okay, uh, quaternary Q U A T R A. Definition. This is Miriam Webster. I love Miriam. Oh yeah, we do. She's my favorite. Um, well, she's the only one. Thank you. Uh, relating to or consisting of four units or members. Thank you. That's what I said. Also, oh, has nothing to do with oh, twins. It has. Oh, I thought I thought it was like a special twin word that the only they that could use it. Now it also it also could be. Uh, consisting of or containing or being an atom bounded by four other atoms. So it could be that too. So do they could share be. their wives? Could be that too. Is there I, you, know, you don't know that. Do they know who's who? I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, we'll be following the twins, married to twins, having babies. Hopefully, they will have twins as well. Here on Chewing the Fat. By the way, um, Fisher, I'm looking at the profile picture. TLC already came up. Oh, there you go. A TV show called TLC's Our Twin Sane Wedding. Oh, just the wedding, though. But you know, TLC already has the camera the crew. Yeah. They were in the bedroom when the, you know, conception started, and they're going to be at the hospital <laughs> when the birth is happening. <laughs> I so, mean, they own the twin yearly party. Yes. Now on, right? Yes. Yes. I mean, yes. Twinsville is it Twinsville, Ohio? Hold on, is that the that the Twinsburg, Ohio? That's their city now. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. There's no question. Oh, isn't that special? 
Now, I didn't realize this as well. Now, they met at the Twins Day Festival in Twinsburg, Ohio. They also, uh, the brothers, the twins, proposed to the sisters, the, the twins, at Twin Lakes Park. So, okay, now I'm pissed. Isn't that cute? Let's stop it. Well, I'm going back on their, on their social media. Um, oh, no. Tubby was Tubby. So she just likes, she's one of those that fluctuates. She gains and loses. The other one maintains it, <laughs> which is okay with that. We all can be, you know, you can't be perfect. You can't be perfect. But you think that the twins are supposed to be the same, aren't they? True. Yeah. So, so. When would they I guess that, I guess that's how you tell the difference from your wife. When would they Brianna, get over here. No, you're not Brianna. You're too thin. Come here. I wanted to thank uh, my man. Uh, speaking of T words, tiny. Uh, if you subscribe to my YouTube channel, Chewing the Fat, you'll see the unwrapping of my gift, gavel and uh, and block that I got as a gift that was made for Chewing the Fat. And for those of you you know watching live, I'll hold this up, but you can see it on the YouTube channel as well. The gavel that has Chewing the Fat engraved in it and it is fantastic thank you so much thank you and this right here if you're listening live right now you can hear the the trash truck in the neighborhood backing up and actually making their beep 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 that's not me that's the trash truck in the neighborhood i'd like to ask them quiet in the court i'd like to remind everyone that no program on the Blaze podcast, the Blaze television, the Blaze radio network, perhaps even any network across America, has been a bigger supporter, a bigger proponent of the United States Postal Service than this program, Chewing the Fat. I, in fact, have thrown my head into the ring for Postmaster General. I, in fact, have given you a special on the Postal Service and let you know that it's not the Postmaster General who's actually in charge. It's the Board of Governors who are in charge. I did see a thread sometime this weekend on Twitter that did break down the Board of Governors with their home addresses. So not only do they want you to protest the Postmaster General, someone understands a little bit of the hierarchy of the Postal Service and wants you to go and protest in front of the Board of Governors' homes. Okay? Apparently now we have to hate the Postal Service. And it's only because it's being run into the ground from Donald Trump. Not the fact that it's been, I don't know, attempting to be run into the ground for 40 years now. Maybe more. Um... We've talked about on the show about the removal of the mailboxes. In fact, my original plan was to use those mailboxes and the spaces where those mailboxes were for drone landings, for drone deliveries around America. I think you know, I remember that. Many of you may not. I also remember that those boxes have been being removed because, I don't know, the people that are protesting the Postal Service and wanting more money for the Postal Service and believing that Donald Trump is destroying the Postal Service, I would like to have them ask, when was the last time you actually put an envelope in one of those mailboxes? Because I believe the answer would be they couldn't remember. I don't know. I don't know. And do those mailboxes actually mean that your vote isn't going to count through the mail, which is why you should actually just go and, I don't know, vote. Anyway, I, I, I digress. I just want you to know that the Postal Service has been struggling for a long time. And the argument between, well, UPS and, and Amazon and FedEx have been delivering stuff better than the Postal Service for a long time. Well, those particular businesses, while do a fine job, at a, um, a rate that's a lot more expensive than the Postal Service charges you, uh, don't deliver to every house every day. 
Well, neither does the Postal Service. They don't deliver to every house every day either. Haven't you heard the stories about the mail not getting delivered? I have. I have, and I've heard those stories for many years because you have rogue postal workers that decide they can't do the job. We've had stories about postal workers throwing mail along the side of the road because they don't want to deliver it. We've had stories about postal workers keeping mail in their basement for years because they don't want to deliver it. So there is that problem. Those are rare. Those are not, I mean, during this pandemic, my postal worker or a postal worker, you know, the mailman. Oh, no, not the mailman. It's a postal worker. Okay. It's a postal delivery person. Okay. That person has been in my neighborhood every day. Goes up to every mailbox. The mail is being delivered. And you don't need a blue box to actually mail things. You can go out to that little box in front of your house and the postal worker will pick it up and mail it for you. What the postmaster general was saying is that with the influx of a greater amount of mail, if you're going to be voting through the mail, it's going to make it difficult to get those all delivered. And yes, there will be problems. Absolutely, there will be problems. But it is, put me in charge. That's, uh, that's all I'm saying. Just put me in charge. Get rid of I don't care if you want to put me on the board of governors. I'll go back and I'll, I'll go down to the lowly postmaster general job and I'll do that for a little while till you know, we get things running smooth and then I can step up to the board of governors. Uh, you know, so the postmaster general answers to the board of governors. That's how it works. But uh, he is the face of the of the post office of the United States Postal Service. I just find it amazing that now we're all supposed to be for the post office but only because we hate trump it's incredible to me that we have to hate everything because of our president amazing and we can go on. i mean i know i don't like to talk about politics on the show and, and i apologize when i break into it but it drives me insane how much how many things we're supposed to hate now because our president likes it or doesn't like it. So we like it, but it wasn't that way in the past. I just don't truly don't understand that mindset. Just burn it all down. That's the mindset. You know what? I do understand it. Just burn it all down and the hell with it. It doesn't matter, right? It doesn't matter. Just burn it down and that'll be the end of it. And we'll take your house. And we'll take, they're coming for you, whether you're on your side, their side or not, they're coming for you. We saw examples of that this weekend, didn't we? Where neighborhoods are now being overrun by the protesters because they will come for you at some point. So be ready. I don't want them to come to my neighborhood. I'm on their side. I don't have a sticker in my, I don't support, I don't, I'm all for them. I'm all for them. Don't come to my neighborhood. Go down to some other neighborhood. And that's the mindset. Instead of, how about everybody just try to get along a little bit? I think those days are over. Ah, let's go to the break room. I need a drink. Seriously, I need a drink. Oh my gosh. And remember also, just as a, a side note, uh, you know, the mail never stops. That's part of the problem. <laughs> the mail never stops. That's why we can't deliver it all. <laughs> hey, subscribe to this podcast. If you're listening to the show right now and you're not a subscriber to Chewing the Fat, what are you doing? It's easy. It's free. Just subscribe to Chewing the Fat. And we all know the platform you have to use. You have to use the user-friendly, reliable platform called Spotify. A lot of stockholders will tell you that. A lot of stockholders will tell you that and will tell you their ticker symbol, SPOT. 
And How is that doing, by the way? Huh? How is that doing? By it's the doing way? good. It's doing good. You know, like uh, like uh, we've we heard we have you know Batman, we have the DC world, we have Michelle Obama, we have chewing the fat, we have the sexual stories with Demi. Which, by the way, Fisher, we need to do a Saturday podcast because they're getting pretty good. Okay. Those stories, right. I, I don't know if you stopped listening, but I haven't stopped listening. You can't get rid of me listening to Demi Moore and her sexual escapades. <laughs> I, I honestly, I, I thought it had stopped. No, no, it's still going. It's still going strong. And the house of Joe Rogan. So Spotify, yeah, click on the search. Very user-friendly. All you have to do is search Chewing the Fat. He's the only one there. You go to Chewing the Fat on iTunes. There's thousands of Chewing the Fat. You yeah, don't know. Trying everybody's trying to. Everybody's trying. Yes. Steal the Chewing the yes. Fat thing. You go to Spotify. You put Chewing the Fat. That big old face is right there. Thank you. That big old face is right there. Now before. I don't appreciate the big old face, but. Yeah, well, do you prefer the steak? Um, and <laughs> I, I do want to. No, I do not. I do want to no, bring something up real quick because. Uh, Because when well, when you hear that sounder, I mean uh, that's breaking news. Because when CTF uh, records, news, news happen, uh, and I can't believe you, out of all people, Jeff Fisher, have not talked about the new inductee into the Radio Hall of Fame. I'm getting to it. How is this that we're just getting? Oh it? yeah, let's go to our man on the street. Let's go to our man on the street. Chris Cruz is reporting breaking news. Chris. Hey, Fish, I'm right here right in front of Radio Hall of Fame 2020 that the class of 2020 just got posted. And I want to tell you that your boss, your friend, you love him, you hate him, Glenn Beck has made the 2020 Radio Hall of Fame. About freaking time. It's about freaking time. No one in national radio has deserved to be in the Radio Hall of Fame more than Glenn Beck, and he has not been in. And, it really, and by not getting in, and I, I mean, I know, look, there's plenty of people that deserve to go in before him, but they were already in. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, we we'll go- been, oh, in the last, in the last, this is the second time he was nominated. Yes. So let's, let's say in the last five years. All right, the last five years, we'll just go back five years. Anyone that's been inducted into the Radio Hall of Fame within the last five years, no one has deserved more than Glenn Beck to go in, and he hasn't gone in. It's embarrassing. Now I'll go down. And I'm glad that he got in. I'll go. Thank you to the voters. I'll go down the list of the class of 2020 of Radio Hall of Fame. Mark and Brian from the KLOS. Los Angeles yep. for long-standing local slash regional twenty or yep, more. They were great. Congratulations, um, Donnie Simpson, WMMJ, Washington D.C. Then the active local slash regional ten years or more goes to Angie Martinez, WWPR, New York City. I love Angie. Which, Angie, by the way, oof, she's great. I love that WWPR. That's PR in there. That's Puerto Rico in there. And it goes to Angie you know, Martinez. Great. Yes. Great. A long-standing network and syndication, twenty or more, Cookie Roberts, and who doesn't know Cookie Roberts? Cookie, no, it's Cookie, Cookie Roberts, no, it's Cookie, yes, Cookie Roberts. I love. Who doesn't know Cookie <laughs> Roberts and her Cookie line? Her Roberts Cookie line is delicious. It's political reporter NPR, and I'm really surprised that these guys were not on the Hall of Fame, and good for them. Uh, Active Network, uh, ten years or more, The Breakfast Club. You got uh, Chamberlain, the dog, I'm the god, not the dog, Angela Yee, and DJ Envy, um, Premier Network. I love The Breakfast Club. Yeah, they're great. No, you don't. Uh, music format on air personality goes I to Sway Calloway, uh, Shade 45 slash Sirius XM, and spoken word on air personality, Glenn Beck, the Glenn Beck program, Premier oh, Network. time. Now, I did not know this one quick fact. I was only part, you know, a little part of that, you know, 
show okay. for, you know, don't eight, try. years. That's don't all. try that's to. All. That's all I'm saying. So do you get the trophy saying, or what? The, the syndicated show I was only part of, you know, sort of the whole, you know, I, I don't know, nine, ten years. But I feel like. But the, uh, you know, I'm sorry. I feel like this is pretty cool that this year is the 100th anniversary of the founding of the radio medium. That's pretty cool. Historic. You leave it. Glenn is introduced to the Radio Hall of Fame on the 100th year of the radio medium. That's great. Now, let's talk money. How much do we get as a company? I now, do prices go up and do people get races? Uh, because, think, uh, yes. Yes. because you, Fisher, I'm yes, not a sports guy and I've never followed sports. You follow sports more than I do. When a person gets MVP or a person is introduced into any form of Hall of Fame or any form of trophy, doesn't that get them a pay raise? It does, and it gets and it gets all surrounding entourage yes, a pay raise. It, exactly. So it gets if we're if you are part of the the Beck posse. Okay. You, you, we can plan. We can plan on that. Yes. Okay. So what we're saying is that I can move out out of this apartment that you see me right now on, and I can move into a more and luxurious, luxurious place. place because now my boss is on the Hall of Fame and money's just going to trickle down like there's no now. Tomorrow, just right? remember, you know, just remember now it trickles down, you know, more to the, the posse people on top. members that have been around longer. Yes, 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 yes. So, you know, you're not going to get say as much as some others, but there's something coming. <laughs> Oh, I think we can count on that. There okay. will be something coming. Yes. So I thought maybe we'd do a little uh, coronavirus update. We haven't really done a coronavirus update. And, you know, technically we're still in the, you know, kind of lockdown pandemic phase. Uh, certainly didn't look like it yesterday, driving around uh, the DFW area. Uh, went out with my wife for a little while, and uh, I didn't go in any particular establishment, but we were out driving around, and it seems like, especially here, in my neck of the woods, in DFW, uh, people are done with the lockdown world. They are out and about so i think that we're starting to feel the the turn of look we're america we will it's our choice to do what we want to do and we're going to be out and about so i was looking i haven't looked at any of these numbers uh you know we used to do it every day in the heart of the pandemic so right, right now worldwide there are 21 million 900,054 coronavirus cases, almost 22 million. 774,394 deaths. Uh, so here in the United States of America, we have 5,573,154 total cases. 173,186 deaths. Wow. And we have 6,522 new cases. As we scroll down, you got you know, Brazil, India, Russia, South Africa, Peru, Mexico, Colombia, Chile, Spain, Iran, United Kingdom, Saudi Arabia, Argentina, Pakistan, Bangladesh, Italy, Turkey, Germany, France, Iraq, Philippines. Where the heck is China on this list? China's all the way down to 34th. Remember, it took China forever, forever to get to 83,000. Well, now they're at 84,000. 849 cases. They actually admit to 22 new cases in China. Wow. 34th on the list, if you believe it. I mean, they're showing pictures now in China of Wuhan uh, out partying at the pool party where they were all in inner tubes, hundreds if not thousands of people gathering. So I guess it's over. I guess it's over. And the, the great New Zealand that had it all figured out they had a few new cases show up, so they're locking down. So that's kind of like, I don't know what it should be if we uh, go back out into the world. Then if there's a hot spot, we lock down that hot spot. 
And then when it clears up, we open it up again. And the rest of the world goes on. We don't kill America. As far as the TSA checkpoint numbers, uh, yesterday, 862,949 through the turnstile. We're still um, looking at last year's numbers. There was, you know, two and a half million through the turnstile. So we've got a long way to go before we're close to that. Some of the coronavirus headlines, there's a new saliva test that receives FDA emergency use authorization. We'll see if that works. I know the saliva test talks about it staying alive uh, for an extra period of time, even in the warmth. We'll see if that's true or not. I mean, we heard from Dr. Fauci. He told Matthew McConaughey uh, in an interview that sunlight kills COVID-19. I don't know. I guess it takes a while for the sunlight to actually kill it. Um, We are hearing now that 40% of the U.S. COVID-19 tests come back too late to be clinically meaningful. Oh, well, that's special. We have a hydroxychloroquine that is being now said, forget it, doesn't work, and there's severe side effects. Oh, okay. Well, those side effects certainly helped a lot of people uh, get over COVID-19, but apparently it doesn't work now. So, and if it does, the severe side effects are, are bad. Well, the side effects from COVID-19 are pretty bad, too. Just saying, okay? Remember way back to in June, I mean, two months ago. How old were you two months ago? You can't even remember two months ago. When the WHO said that, oh, you know, asymptomatic people don't even spread it. You can't even hardly catch it from them. And then they came out and said, no, 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 no. What I meant was is you can't catch it from them, but we think we, the results aren't 100%, and we don't know exactly. We're not sure. So, yeah, you probably can still catch it from We just don't know. I mean, we're still being told to wear masks. We're told that masks aren't good. We're told that many of the masks we're wearing aren't good. Wear this kind of mask. We're told that it's best if you really were concerned we had the great Fauci tell us that if you were really concerned, you should wear the, the super-duper mask and the goggles and maybe be in your suit as well. Well, if you're that concerned, go out in a suit then and wear your mask and wear your goggles or don't go out. But that's the whole point. You make the choice so the rest of us can go out into the world. And I say, well, I mean the rest of us. Look, I've made the choice personally to, you know, I'm not. I'm not rubbing shoulders with a bunch of people. I'm not doing it. But I don't want to shut down the world either. I want businesses to be open. I want people to go out. I want I want the country back. I mean, we had the huge story a couple days ago, and now it made the headlines from uh, James L. Tucher, who talked about New York being dead forever. And his story is incredible about New York. And, and I'm going to say this once, and I don't really want, I, you know, I probably shouldn't say it. But while James' huge story is correct, uh, we heard the same thing from Stu for the last few weeks about New York and the reason that New York was New York. We put up with all the crap because it was New York and it was worth being there. Well, now it's not worth being there. So nobody wants to put up with the crap because it's not worth being there. It's just, that's as much as, credit as I'm giving to Stu. That's it. Not He's got some stupid show on Blaze TV called something that airs on this network sometime. You can find it if you go to blazetv.com. But that's it. I'm not, not promoting his show anymore. This is Chewing the Fat. Download and subscribe to more content at theblaze.com slash podcasts. Podcast now in order. All seated. Or I'll rise, or whatever you want to do. I don't care. Just listen. How you doing? So, is Ellen in jail yet? Have we thrown Ellen DeGeneres in jail yet? Because she is a horrible person. Her show is disgusting. She she disgusts me. I not only want her off television now, I want her in jail. Has that happened yet? Because there are news stories 
every day. I know we talked about it last week, and I, you know, I'll give up on the Ellen fight, but just know that she's done. Uh, they are not going to let her back. It is over for her. I mean, we have we have stories about guests on her show. Uh, she just sat off to the side during breaks. And what is she supposed to do? Play cards and dance during the breaks? No, she just sat down. And then it was just like when they came back from break, she turned it on again. Well, that's what you do. And you don't know what was going on in her life at the time. You know, it's just incredible. Then they have, they're showing old interviews where she, Jessica Simpson was on. And Jessica came back later and said that she was drunk on the show. And, and I guess Ellen was supposed to be nicer than she was. She was mean. She pushed and prodded some of her guests. It's just amazing to me. Anyway, I want her in jail. I want her done. It's over. I'm sick of hearing about her. I'm sick about her. I want her in jail. Then we get the story of her house being robbed in Montecito, which I find incredible because that's where the royals are moving to uh, in that same neighborhood into the safe, gated community. But there's people have broken into her house. Now, according to the police, the burglary was an inside job. What does that mean? Does that mean the maid stole stuff? I don't know. Apparently, they were home when uh, the number of high-value jewelry and watches were stolen. You know, it's, look, the house is 8,188 square feet. Is it possible that they could have been at home and someone come into the house and rob them while they were home? Sure. Sure. What I do love about the story my favorite part is we believe it's an inside job. And so the sheriff's department is like, look, don't worry about it. Um, the couple's home was targeted due to their celebrity status. It was nothing to worry about. It was an inside job. You don't have to you know, worry about your other house. Your, your houses, it's fine. The community doesn't need to worry about more robberies taking place. And then... It says, uh, we're continuing to investigate. Oh, well, that's good. And they're also continuing an investigation to see if the burglary was connected to other recent home break-ins. So there is a possibility that it is part, there is a problem in the area, but no, 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 no. Don't worry about it. We, that is just a thing we're doing. Sure, we're looking into seeing if it was connected to other recent home break-ins, but we're pretty sure it's a, it was a home inside job, and you don't have to worry about it. Okay. All right. Uh, Harry, Megan, how you feeling about that move into Montecito now? Huh? Apparently, Harry hated L.A. Yeah. Just remember. Remember my prediction. Remember my prediction. Okay. Yeah, I know. I know you go back and listen to some previous podcasts, but uh, my prediction is uh, he will be, uh, he ain't going to be around two years. Well, I forget what I said. It's been, a, I think, at the uh, year and a half, right? They get a divorce or they're going to be split up. So I got to go back and see what I actually predicted. But they won't be together. So it's over. So they're going to get robbed and then he's going to want to go back home. Be ready. Be, be ready for it. <laughs> uh, just just amazing I don't want to comment a little bit on a couple of tweets and a couple of emails those of you emailing in at uh, chewing the fat at the blaze.com and uh, you know following on Twitter at JeffyJFR Facebook Instagram parlor at Jeff Fisher radio the first tweet was a Twitter must be lying to me. I see that uh, Jeffy liked this, but I won't believe he has ever had sushi. Well, uh, and he's asking for Keith or Pat to confirm. I'll confirm for you. Uh, I am not a big fan of sushi. You can quote me on that. However, I did like the Business Insider tweet about how to eat sushi the right way, according to Chef Nobu Matsuishi. Because he, uh, there was a, you know, like a, I don't know, 
two or three minute video from him on how to eat sushi and how to go about it. And my daughter loves sushi and I wanted her to see it. So I liked it so I could go back and show her and watch it with her. And that's as close as I'm coming to sushi. Okay. Just wanting to be clear about that. And I got, uh, I got an email asking, uh, well, not really asking a question, but picking apart one of the things that happens on this show. It's uh, from Dominic. And it said, I noticed many times that you incorrectly say parentheses when you are quoting someone, for example, I'm glad you sent an example too. You say, and the man said, parentheses, I'm innocent. When you mean, apparently he knows what I mean, that the man said, quote, I'm innocent. You can quote me on that. Well, I would like to say, I'm pretty sure I may say, uh, you know, and the man said, in parentheses, and I do that so I can, you know, if you're watching live, you can see my fingers do the, the thing. You know, the the parentheses thing. But, look, if you know what I mean, then how I say it, the way I say it, is not important. You know what I mean. That it should be, quote, rather than parentheses. So get off my back, okay? Get off my back. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Get off my back. Okay, a couple things before we uh, wrap it up today. I just want to let you know, don't forget the Democratic uh, National Convention starts today for those of you listening live, the 17th of August, 2020. And tonight, tonight, exciting night, Michelle Obama, Bernie Sanders, Amy Klobuchar, Andrew Cuomo, all speaking in Milwaukee. Well, they're not going to be in Milwaukee, but they're going to be part of the National Convention. So, Right? <laughs> I know. I know. I know. And good news. Speaking of uh, the Democratic National Convention, which leads us into uh, the election, YouTube is going to ban videos that they feel could interfere with the election. That's what I want from YouTube. That's what I want from YouTube. I want them to ban videos that they think could interfere with the election. Thank you, YouTube. Thank you so much. Thank you. It means means a lot to me that you're going to ban videos that you think are going to interfere with the election. I don't want to have to decide for myself. I don't. And thank you again for taking care of it for me. I really... I really appreciate it. And I see, I saw we had some reports of people actually going to the movie theaters uh, this weekend. But uh, it's a big time coming up because AMC is reopening their theaters, right, to celebrate. Uh, I don't know what the hell they're celebrating. They're cel- okay, you know why they're celebrating, movie buff. You're probably the first <laughs> one in line <laughs> at the AMC. <laughs> and by the way, when was, serious question. I know you're not going to be serious about it, so I didn't want bother asking this dumb question. Oh, you said serious question, so I mean, I'll, I'll answer you seriously. When was the last time you went to an AMC theater? Well, I mean, obviously before the pandemic, you know, before the lockdown. You but, did not go. Um, you you went to Cinemark. You want you bougie. You want the food people, and AMC all they have is a hot dog, nachos, and popcorn. My, my daughter and I went to. Let's see, you were at Cinemark. And then we went to the the food, you know, the food place. And then I think my daughter and I went to an AMC to watch uh, to watch a movie in I don't know October, November, something like that. Okay. So you know, it's so been a while. AMC on August twentieth will celebrate the one hundredth year in service. Oh, and good for them! Will start to charge. The same prices that they were charging in 1920, which was, Jeffy, you, 
you probably were at the opening of the first AMC theater uh, in 1920. It was. It was I was. Well, to be honest. I was I was there with my mascot because we were smack dab in the middle of the Spanish flu pandemic. Oh, okay. So it'll be just like it was back then. Oh, I hope you don't get any PTSD from going to the movie theaters and it will be fifteen cents a ticket. That's pretty that's actually pretty good. Yeah, and after this, you know, because I got this from the marketwash.com, after this their uh shares Sword fourteen percent, blah 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 blah. So they're going to be the tickets are fifteen cents. Are they still charging you uh, twenty twenty money for the popcorn? Uh, we don't know that. I think they expect you to go find out. So they got you for the yeah. fifteen cents movie ticket. You damn. And by right. the way, There's no way. Uh, well, they they they're saying, and I don't want to quote them incorrectly. So they're saying that they will charge the nineteen twenty price of a ticket they're not saying all of our amc theaters will not go back to 1920 prices on everything right plus and it is it is uh like if i have a buy four tickets Mm -hmm. that's 60 cents yes each ticket is 15 cents yes wow so by the way a little bit of history in 1920 the 12th street and grand boulevard in kansas city missouri yeah. That's when the first AMC opened. And we all know that, Fisher, you were there yeah. Yeah, with your mask because the Spanish flu was killing people. Killing yeah, people. people were dropping over. You know, Actually, they were. But people were dropping over. Dead. Oh, you know, it was because of Trump. <laughs> and the know? economy was shut down and people didn't want to do anything and businesses weren't open. Oh, wait. That's not what was going on. But go ahead. Are you sure? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, they were telling us to wear masks. And they wanted everyone to wear masks, and it was to be our duty to wear masks. Mm-hmm. And they were saying, "Hey, be safe, and you know, be safe out there." But they weren't shutting things down. Pretty amazing. Hmm. You know, the country was still open. Did you also see? You know, we speak about animals, and did you see the vampire parasite that pretends to be the fish tongue? <laughs> Did you not see this? <laughs> the, the vampire parasite. Vampire parasite. It okay. pretends to be the fish tongue, but only after eating it first. So you have this fish, has a parasite. The parasite eats the tongue of the fish, then becomes the fish. The tongue of the fish. So. Eats the tongue, then becomes the tongue. Yep. Okay. But on the fish. So if I catch the fish, mm-hmm. skin it, mm-hmm. or scale it, okay. cut off the head where the tongue is, uh-huh. cook the fish, mm-hmm. and then eat it, mm-hmm. I could have the parasite. Well, I don't know... Um- the fish that they have. It doesn't sound like that's what would happen. The fish that they have in the picture is Nemo. So I don't think you're fishing clownfish and scaling the clownfish and eating the clownfish. No, I have not, I have not eaten the clownfish in my life. The four centimeter long vampire uh, invades its host through the gills and attached to the inside of the mouth using right. its strong claws. Makes it sense. drinks the blood from the tongue, eventually draining the tongue. Yeah, which the kills or- it then. organ dies, falls right. off, and is replaced by the parasite. And then, it just, then the parasite just hangs out. Just says, hangs I'll be out. your tongue for yep. a while. The tongue eating uh, is native. So what happens to the fish? Does, does the parasite then eat all, all the stuff that the fish eats so the fish then dies and the parasite moves on? Probably, but this is to answer... I mean, probably. You've well, got the let story. Me, okay, let me... First of all, you've thrown at me two questions, and I'm trying to answer both questions now, okay? First question. It is not thought to be dangerous to human, although the critters can bite if picked up alive. <laughs> So if I catch the fish, yes, the clownfish, and I have it in my hand before I scale it and cut off mm-hmm. its head and 
cook it and eat it. The parasite could bite me. Yes. Could the parasite go inside of my blood? No. And say, like, take over a finger? No. Or take over my tongue? No. Which would be a good weight loss program, by the way. Surprisingly, to answer your second question, (laughs) the parasite's grisly feeding practice does not kill the host. Instead, the fish begins to use Laos as the pseudo tongue. So, when the parasite destroyed the tongue, the host says, okay, now I'm going to use you as my tongue. Well, it has to. That is I mean, it's kind the of forced coolest into the situation. thing ever. Kind of forced into the situation. It's still... The parasite feeds off the mucus and leftover blood from around the mouth. So as after the, after it's after, after it's killed the tongue. After it's killed the, t- the tongue, it feeds from the mucus and the leftover blood around the so mouth. Do we know how many fish actually have the parasite as a tongue? We do not know that, but we do know that this is also mostly could be found in Taiwan. And in Taiwan, well actually, sorry, I'll reverse back. We found this in the Gulf of California. Just that, to be. That's not just so you know. That's not Taiwan. No, that's, that's not, not Taiwan, Taiwan. But um, that so that's closer to Thailand than Taiwan. But it's not. Um, the tongue-eating Laos. I guess we changed this name now. It's native to the Gulf of California, but if we spin the globe to Taiwan, they have a parasite flatworm that invades the eyes of the snail, turns the appendages into flashing stalks that resemble a disco ball <laughs> dude so now we have we have blind snails snails tongueless disco balling around tongueless clownfish well it's, i mean they're they're the 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 clownfish do have their tongue replaced by this parasite but it's still, so they still the, the tongue that mom helped in, you know, when he was born, it's no longer there. They do have a, a tongue replica, though. They do have a tongue replica. And this is okay. cool. The, the, uh, the, and I want to stay with the flatworm parasite from Taiwan that invades the eyes of the snail. Yeah. The green bandit, also known as a big word. Uses the tactic of the disco ball. Wait, they call it the big word? They call it, well, I call it the big word. Okay. They call it Leosolostrinum paradurum. Right. Uh, that's a scientific it, term. That is the big scientific, word. yes. So I call it the big word. But <laughs> listen to this, Fisher. The flashing stalks that resemble a disco ball, they use that to attract nearby birds. Once the birds eat the snail, the oh, yeah, then the parasite is inside jumps the bird. to the other victim in its poop. Wait. Repeat that again. So it's a, the snail is flashing around it's saying, hey, look at me, look disco at me. Ball. Yep. Uh, I'm, I'm sexy. I want your bird business. Yep. And the bird says, hey, look at that hot disco ball down there. Look yep. like a snail. I'm going to eat that. So the yep. bird eats it. Yep. Now the parasite or the disco worm is inside the bird. Yep. Then it eats the bird. Does the bird, do we have disco ball, eyeball birds flying nope. around? All, we, all that parasite does is goes straight through the avian's poo. And so then the bird flies over and land, drops something on my head. Yes. Do I have the disco ball worm now inside of me? That's where the story ends, but <laughs> we should do a scientific research about the flat worm parasite found in Taiwan that invades the snail eyes, turns them into what it looks like a disco ball, then attracts a bird, the bird eats it, and it goes to the poop. Right. And then if it poops on me, now do I have it? Is it possible that humans could contract this? We need a grant. All I'm hearing is we need to do a grant study to find out what happens to the big word, a.k.a. Lusodurum paradurum, to see what happens. 
All right. Well, fill out the paperwork and submit it. And when the money comes in, we'll do the study. So we have to go grant. to Taiwan or can we just go to California? Uh, to be honest, if it's grant money, we could do it any damn where we want. They just they give you the money if it's grant money. They expect you to go out and yeah, we're gonna go to we're gonna go to Taiwan and we're gonna check it out. And then we could just say we did and we won't. We'll just take the money. What's the worst can happen? We go to jail. Court adjourned. Oh, 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 oh